to Make Share Grow, a podcast about art making and the creative process. I'm Julie Marriott, painter, mother, and lover of bold and joyful color. Come on into my studio. I hope what I share here about my art practice will inspire you in your own creative journey. Hello, friends. Here we are at week five of documenting my um, making of this new collection of paintings. Now, this week is going to be a little bit different because it was a pretty quiet week for me creatively. I, <laughs> We all have down weeks, of course, and so I wanted to be perfectly honest and real life with you guys and say this was a quiet, kind of a down week for me. I was not feeling well um, earlier in the week, and so I took a day completely off, and um, I just basically finished one painting this week. I was hoping to get more done but my canvas shipment hasn't arrived yet. It was supposed to get here uh, on Tuesday and is delayed because of winter storms across the country. And so I really don't know when they're going to come. And so I've run out of canvases and I think I'm just going to circle back and start kind of tweaking other paintings, um, tweaking the paintings earlier in the collection and sort of start doing those finishing moves on them. Um, I know I said that I wanted to kind of get all the way through the whole collection and then start kind of tightening up the paintings, but change of plans. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to be doing this next week until my new canvas has come and, and I can start some new paintings. So I really just worked on one piece and, um, this one I was really kind of excited about because it was something different. It was uh, lilies and I was sketching them. This is a funny story. I was sketching them and I was just going with the flow and I wanted to do kind of large blooms. And so um, I was, you know, just kind of getting into it. And then when I was done, I thought, oh, these ended up huge. There's no room for the vase because this whole series, like kind of the concept that's holding the whole series together is that they're bouquets and vases. And so there's just room for like a little bit of a hint of a vase at the very bottom, but the lilies completely took over the, the, the painting. And, um, then I did my underpainting and it was hideous. <laughs> and but I it's funny because that it didn't even bother me because I know at this stage it's kind of look, you know, it's gonna go on a whole journey. This painting is gonna go on a long journey and it's going to be transformed. And really the beginning layer has nothing to do with what the end result is gonna be. It's just a way of getting down some color and giving me something to respond to as I work on the painting <laughs> as I continue it. And so um anyway it was it was horrible. It was probably the ugliest beginning to a painting ever, but it was fine. And then I just kept you know, layering on it. And now I think it's one of my favorite paintings in the whole collection. It's just as really full of life and vibrancy. And like I was talking about last week, I really just relaxed and let go and didn't care about, you know, the color layering and just was really, um, you know, just followed my intuition 
until kind of near the end. And then I kind of tighten things up and I, I feel like it's done. Um, I feel like it doesn't really even need any more, like, you know, more passes on it. So I'm really proud of this one. It's really big and bold and vibrant and full of life. And you can see some images of it all, uh, link them up below, but yeah, it was kind of a quiet week. That was just my one, my one piece that I worked on. And so it really worked out perfectly. I did, uh, a Q and a, or actually I just asked for questions from my audience on Instagram. And I thought I would answer some of them this week and it lined up perfectly. Um, to have some a little bit of Q&A time here on the podcast. So I put a question out there and asked my audience if there was any questions they had about working through a painting collection or how I think about it or anything that I could help them problem solve in regards to making a series of work. And so we're going to dive into a few of those questions this week. So the first question is, when do you work on a collection versus just single paintings and how is it different? So I almost exclusively work in collections of paintings now because I feel like it's just fits how I like to think about my work so much more than individual paintings. Um, and it kind of gives me a structure that helps me feel more creative than having the whole world <laughs> of painting possibilities open to me. So I did a lot of paintings that were just single standalone paintings um, back before I became a professional artist. And they were just sort of for people's birthdays, for my own, you know, fun and interest. And they were just kind of disconnected and they didn't, you know, really have anything to do with one another. They could be landscapes, they could be flowers, they could be animals, they could be all all the things. And so once I decided to pursue being a professional artist, um, I saw other artists working in collections and honestly, I didn't come up with this idea myself. I saw other artists doing that and I saw all of the the amazing benefits of making collections of work where you can really choose a theme and then dive into it and explore it and do variations on it. But then at the end, you have this beautiful series that all has something to do with each other. And then you can present those to the world and say, look, this is me as an artist pursuing an idea and flushing it out and thinking about it from different angles and ways. And it just sort of makes sense to your viewers because they have sort of this, these, um, they have sort of these boundaries or this frame, this lens to look at the work through and help them understand it. Um, because I feel like if you just make a lot of single paintings, um, that can be wonderful for growing yourself as an artist, for, you know, pursuing different ideas that you're interested in and curious about. But I feel like as a professional artist, it, it and who's making work, who's, you, you know, your focus is to sell your work. I think it's really helpful for me to think through um, an idea and do ver variations on it. And that helps 
my viewers also kind of be able to grasp what this collection is about and if they're interested in it and it gives them a variety, but it also has like, like I said, a lens for them to look at through it. Also, working in collections also has really helped me hone my style of painting and I feel like helps help me kind of really get clear on what my creative voice is because I have boundaries around what I'm going to paint for a collection. So I'll come up with a concept um, and then I will just paint and paint and paint that concept until either I get tired of it or I feel like I have said everything that I want to at the moment and maybe I'll return to it later, but I feel like it's like a good cohesive grouping. Um, Yeah. So it also, it really just helps me hone my skills because I'm doing a similar thing over and over and over again. I think we can all like understand that if you paint, if you decide to paint a bird, you know, 15 times in a row in different positions, in different colors, in different, um, you know, orientations of canvas and different sizes, you're going to really understand how you and how your hand and how your eye like to paint a bird. And you're going to get better at it. And you're going to get more clear in how your artistic voice comes out in the style of that bird. And so I feel like um, that's the gift that collections of paintings can give to you because you are able to really hone and become kind of an expert at what you're doing in that in that collection. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I think single paintings, there's nothing wrong with doing them. I think they're a wonderful companion to collections if you're really interested in something, but you're like, I just want to do it once. I don't want to have to, you know, commit to a whole series. Just do it once. Just grow yourself as an artist and make that thing. Or if somebody asks you to paint something specific that you would like to do, just do that one thing. Um, and follow your curiosity, but I think there's a lot of benefits to collections. And then also when it comes to selling your work, creating a group of paintings and then putting them all out for sale and offering them to your audience all at the same time is really helpful because then you can kind of be in that creation mode and then you can kind of step back from the creation mode and allow that side of yourself to rest while you market them and sell them and package and ship. And there can be a nice cycle in your creative process too. I've really appreciated that. It's very tiring for me to market and sell work. And so I really appreciate not continually worrying about posting things to sell and trying to share about them in a way that's really clear and listing them on my website to sell all the time and then continually like packaging and shipping. I know that there's sort of this season for that in my in my creative process after I've had a long season of creativity and of producing the work. So the next question I have is, do you put a lot of pressure on yourself to make a collection super cohesive or do you just let it go? I feel like this can be a really personal choice. So I'll just talk from my perspective. When I think about a collection, the collection needs to be cohesive in some sense. And I generally pick a visual um, subject that's going to make the, the collection cohesive, but it could be 
a color palette that you want to have be cohesive over like a bunch of different subject matters that you really want to explore, you know, the warm colors of summer. And so you're going to, you know, use that same sort of color palette and a bunch of different paintings, or you're going to say, I'm going to use, you know, this certain mark making technique across a bunch of different paintings or, you know, any of those ideas or tons more. I generally pick a subject matter that's going to be the connecting factor in my work. And so like for my last painting collection, um, for my garden grown collection, it was birds in sort of a garden setting with flowers growing upwards that felt like they were coming up from the ground. And so that was my container. That was my lens. And then I explored a bunch of different color palettes and the birds doing different things, different types of birds, different types of flowers, different compositions. Um, But because it was me and because I chose to paint birds, all of the birds looked similar. All of the flowers had, you know, looked like they were in my same um, artistic voice. And so that like my style and the subject matter kind of held the whole collection together and um, helped it feel cohesive. I think I do try to look across all of my paintings and after I've gotten through like three or four paintings, I think, I feel like earlier than that, it's too early in your first or second paintings. But after like three or four, I kind of get a sense of how I'm interpreting my subject and how, you know, loose I'm painting or how you know, tight and detailed the paintings are, how I'm kind of um, thinking through the idea that I've come up with. So like, say, for example, the birds, um, I really, when I painted my first one, I had no idea what the background was going to be like. Was I going to paint things that looked like they were far away? Or was I going to keep like the depth of field very shallow and only have things in the foreground? And I ended up deciding that I loved having like a solid color that was kind of painted several times over with different colors and some brush strokes being this abstract flat sky-like background, but it could be any color I wanted it to be. It didn't, it wasn't trying to pretend to be the sky. It could be purple, it could be yellow, it could be turquoise, Um, but it sort of was that, that background area and all of my elements like the bird and the plants and everything were all right there in the foreground. Um, And so that was kind of my way of after the first painting, I figured out, oh, I love how this looks. This is the way I'm going to treat my subject for the whole rest of the, of the series. So personally, I do feel like I, I create more clear guidelines for myself than maybe other artists do for a collection where if I, um, have kind of settled on how I'm resolving, you know, my subject and like how, um, how clearly I'm painting it or how loosely I'm painting it. I like the collection to feel cohesive and to all be that same similar vibe. And I think that is, that's a good way of thinking of it. That's how I think of it is the collection vibe. And if they're all going to be very, um, 
like crisp and clear and the birds are going to be defined and the plants are going to be defined and there's going to be sort of a shallow depth of field in the painting and there's going to be a painterly background to it with some brush strokes on that sort of flat sky area. I, I personally, I enjoy doing that same sort of concept across the whole collection. Um, and so, yeah, that's also what I'm thinking about with the collection that I am making right now. Now that I'm on the sixth painting of the collection, I have a really good feel for the vibe of the collection, and I know how clearly I want to paint things, and I know how much kind of the level of texture that I'm going for, and I just generally like making things match in some way. And so um, I kind of have the process that I work through with each piece that's kind of similar. Like I mentioned in a in another episode, I start out with more of a drippy underlayer, then I build up texture, then I swipe on more texture with the, the catalyst wedge. And so I kind of follow a similar um, working process for each one. So each painting comes out with the same sort of amount of layers and amount of texture and ends up having a similar vibe. I enjoy that cohesiveness across my collection of work because I think it helps them feel like a family, like they all belong together. And yeah, but that's just a personal choice of mine. I think that it's possible to create a collection of work that's much more varied um, as long as there is a concept that is holding the collection together, like a color palette or like a subject matter or the type of um, mark making that you're using. So I think it's also just comes down to personal choice. Okay, here is our last question for today. And this is a fun one. How do you pick your colors? How do you know what to use and what works with your color palette? So again, color is such a personal thing. So I'll tell you how I think through color. Um, I was trained as an artist. I went to art school and um, I took several painting classes and drawing classes. And so kind of the framework within which I think about color, that I was taught color and that I went on to teach um, at an art studio for a while, all of those um, experiences have given me sort of a framework within which I think about color. And I think about color in a, in, um, a couple different ways. So I think about how warm or cool my color palette is. And I think about how intense or how neutral the colors are. And then I think about how light or dark the colors are. And so those are the three, the three sort of categories that I think about. And and in some level, it's just sort of ingrained in the way that I even just work about work with color now. I don't really consciously think of those things all the time when I'm painting. Often when I when I step back and evaluate, then I'll kind of pull those ideas out, but they're always present when I'm mixing color. And so I love contrast. I love boldness in my paintings. And so I try to use contrasts of those different uh, color ideas. So I love having a lot of warm and a lot of cool in a painting. 
like a good balance of the two. I don't like to make paintings that are all warm colors or paintings that are all cool colors. That just doesn't have the interest for me. And so when I'm, when I'm painting any particular area, if it's feeling like it's not exciting or doesn't have enough, enough depth or enough interest for me, often I'll try to pick a color that's the opposite of what's going on there. So if it's a flower that's like a pink and peach flower, then I'll say, okay, that flower needs like some blue or turquoise in it. And then I'll go ahead and just swipe it on there because I'm an expressive painter and I'm painting how I feel it, um, how I want it to feel and not, you know, in a realistic manner necessarily. Um, And so that is one way that I think about color and choose colors is warm and cool. And then another way is in tense and neutral. Now this is, I feel like the most um, maybe hard to master or complex or out there sort of way of thinking about color um, is how intense or neutral a color is. But basically like when a color comes out of a paint tube, that's as intense as that color is going to be. And if you mix it with colors that are very close to it on the color wheel, like if you mix yellow with colors that are more similar to it, like reds or oranges or pinks, it's going to maintain a good level of intensity. But when you start mixing it with colors that are farther and farther away from it on the color wheel, like purple or blue or green or turquoise, it's going to take away the intensity of it and move it more towards a gray or a brown. And so having a mixture of more intense colors and muted colors, even if the even if colors are slightly muted, like if you took a green, but then you mixed some, a little bit of like tan or a little bit of brown or a little bit of red into it, um, it's going to mute it, you know, a, a little bit or a lot, depending on how much you add, but it's going to change that color and make it more interesting and complex than maybe that really vibrant, intense green was in the beginning. And so I like having a mixture of pure, really vibrant, intense colors, and then having more mixed, muted colors um, in my paintings. And I feel like that helps helps the paintings feel much more active and interesting and, yeah, just more interesting to look at. And then the last one is the values of the painting, how light or dark the colors are. And so if... Um, with this current series of painting, I'll use as an example, um, I have just decided that I'm painting all of the canvases a pretty dark color as my ground for the painting. And so they're all basically like navy blues or sort of teal greens, greeny turquoisey colors. And that's just my base because I love the contrast. I love the value contrast of painting light and bright things on a dark background. And you may not even end up seeing a lot of that dark background in the finished painting, but it does make a difference and it does make the colors pop and look really bright and vibrant because it's just light colors on a dark ground. And then if I'm painting a flower that's kind of all medium and light, I like to bring in darker colors as sort of accents to it to help it have more of a full, rich look to it. And so I like to use a a variety of values in my paintings. So that's how I think about colors. Um, I've worked with color 
all my life in different ways as a kid with colored pencils. As I got older, I would paint with acrylics. Then I majored in art and then I taught art and now I'm a professional artist. And so I've been working with color and it comes very naturally to me now. I barely have to think about it as I'm working. It's just very intuitive. And I think that anybody can get to that place if you work with color enough and you get familiar with the colors that are on your palette again and again and their interactions with each other. Um, and I, I have... I would say a kind of limited color palette. I maybe have like 12 colors that I work with over and over and over, but I just mix them in different combinations and I can make paintings that feel fresh each time because I'm so comfortable and so familiar with my color palette and I know how the, the colors interact with each other that I can kind of tweak things and, and make new combinations and... Um, really just find variety in that limited number of colors because I know them so well and they're like my old friends. So I hope that helps. It helps you think through color and um, brings a fresh approach to your paintings. Okay, so that is it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope this Q&A was fun. I have a lot more questions that were submitted and so I'm going to be doing another round of Q&A in the future, maybe when I have another down week. So we'll see. Hopefully I'll have a more active painting week next week. And I'm looking forward to bringing that to you and chatting all about it next week. All right. Bye for now. 